Section 18 of the American Bee Journal. Volume 17, Number 11, March 1881. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Wilcox Beeney. The American Bee Journal. Volume 17, Number 11, March 1881, by Various. Selections from our letterbox, Part 2. Wintering. My experience of over 25 years in trying all modes of wintering is as follows. On summer stands and in the cellar for 10 years. I then built a house to wintering. Used that two years and then abandoned it. The last three years I have been using the chaff hive and winter on summer stands, with the least loss of any way I have tried. My bees had a splendid fly on the 11th, it being the first chance for them since the 8th of November. I think they'll go through all right now, unless we have a very late spring. I prepared 148 colonies for winter, 123 in chaff hives and 25 in the common box hive. I have lost but one in chaff hive yet, and 10 in the box hive already and doubt if one half of what I left will see the middle of April. I wish to congratulate our editor on the success of the Bee Journal. I have received it regular since assuming its new form, and think it just splendid. And if I had but one colony of bees, I would try to take the weekly Bee Journal to aid me to make a success of that. I hope the editor may be liberally supported by the Beekeepers of America, for I believe with his experience and that of his able contributors, he can give us a paper that we cannot afford to do without. J.M. France, Auburn, Pennsylvania, February 24th, 1881. Vexatious to sell honey. I only realised $300 last year from my bees. I put 50 colonies in winter quarters in the fall of 1879, lost none, but doubled up on account of queenlessness, weakness, etc., to 45, all in first-class order. I bought 50 colonies in old-fashioned Langstroth hives. They were wintered in a good cellar and were, with a few exceptions, weak in bees, combs in bad order, short of stores, and badly managed the preceding season. I united them down to 27 before I moved them. At the beginning of honey harvest, Basswood Bloom, I doubled up to 15, so that when the honey season opened, I had 60 first-class colonies, and obtained 3,500 pounds of summer honey. I extracted only once. I increased by natural swarming to 88, and at the close of the season, doubled up to 74. I have lost one this winter through my own fault. I winter outdoors, but would winter indoors if I had a proper place. I sell nearly all my honey to the consumers, but confess this is a vexatious way of disposing of it. It is the most annoying part of the business, in fact. I feel disgusted when I think of it. People cry fraud, fraud, when there is no fraud. But when a spurious article is offered, they swallow it as quietly as desired. George W. Horner, Dubuque, Iowa, February 15th, 1881. Prospects better. This has been a fine day. My bees had a cleansing flight today. They are all alive and strong, 
and seemed to be in splendid condition, with plenty of honey and perfectly dry. I think all the danger is over with them now. I am in favour of double-walled hives, but not packed with chaff, for I have noticed that where there is chaff, there is frost on the inside wall. I prefer a dead air space, for then it is always dry. What is the use of changing black bees for Italians if Mr. Lukes of California can get so much honey from the black bees? They surely must be the boss bees. I think we had better take our bees to California, where milk and honey flows. David Hohenschell, Collins, Illinois, March 6th, 1881. All alive. My bees are all alive and in fine condition. They were wintered out of doors, in shed, packed around with straw, but open to the east. J.R. Mead, Wichita, Kansas, March 7, 1881. Winter yet in Kentucky. Bees are wintering very badly here, and two of my neighbours have lost all they had. The ground is covered with snow, and looks as much like winter as it did a month ago. A. E. Foster, Covington, Kentucky, March 5th, 1881. No surplus, nor increase. This has been a hard winter on the bees. I think all that were not protected, and those partially protected, will die. There was no surplus, nor increase here worth mentioning last summer. James Knipe, Spring Prairie, Wisconsin, February 26th, 1881. Great loss of bees. The bees in McDonough County that were wintered on the summer stands are nearly all dead. Those in double-walled hives and those packed in straw, dying the same as those in single-walled hives. My loss is about 95 out of 100. S.H. Black, Ciota, Illinois, March 5th, 1881. Bees in prime condition. I have 110 colonies in the cellar in prime condition. Nearly all bees outdoors are dead. C.H. Dibbon, Milan, Illinois, March 9th, 1881. Paris Green. It is not very good for bees as I had an opportunity last spring to find out. I have in my garden a ten-year-old plum tree that never perfected any fruit, and knowing that Paris Green would kill bugs, I thought it might also kill the little Turk, or Curculio. Acting upon the suggestion, I mixed some Paris Green in a watering can and put up through the branches of the tree a long ladder, from the top of which I sprinkled the whole top of the tree just before dark, and a day or two before the bloom went off. Next day afternoon, as I was passing through my bee yard, I was very much surprised to see on the ground a good many bees in a dying condition which I could not account for. I came at last, however, to the conclusion that they had gone to the plum tree in the morning before it was dry and partaken of the poison. I lost a good many bees, but I have learned this lesson. Never to put Paris green on trees when in bloom. Still, I am satisfied that by sprinkling or syringing two or three times, when the plum is in its incipient state, it will ensure a crop. Who will try this spring and report? Geo Thompson, Geneva, Illinois. Making progress. 
although behind some other states. Yet we have made some progress. Bees seem to do best in the newer counties, where the timber has not been cut off. It might be supposed that the northern portion of this state was not favourable for bees, but Aristook County, in the extreme north, produces nearly as much honey as all the other 15 counties, and the honey is put up in the most marketable shape. But I fear the bees are not protected as they should be in this northern climate. We have had a cold winter, and the loss has been very great. I winter my bees in the cellar with success, and obtain much pleasure, as well as profit, from the time I devote to them. The Weekly Bee Journal is my constant companion. Isaac F. Plummer, Augusta, Maine. End of section 18. Recording by John Wilcox Beanie.